Hello, my friends. This is Chad. You're listening to the Cliff Notes feature of the Naked Leadership Podcast. Every Friday, we post a condensed version of this week's episode. Those of you that have little time to listen or want a quick reminder of the principles we discussed, we made this for you. If you're looking to enjoy the full conversation, just navigate back to the previous episode and you can listen to it in its entirety. Otherwise, get ready because there's a lot here in under five minutes. Let's go. You find what wants to happen, and it will lead you to the promised land. Most of the time, what wants to happen doesn't look like how you think it should look. The starting point is wherever it is. So I walk into a room, and people are where they're at. And if I can't be with where they're at, I'll never get to where I'm committed to being with them. And I think about that as my family, too, is, you know, where are my kids? Well, just start where they're at. Just start where they're, where they're at. And when they see that you're where they're at, they relate. And if where they're at's okay, them being where they're at, wherever that is, then you can get to almost anywhere you want to go. They're actually very open to, they want to know, you know, when you're running a room or, you know, you're training a room or you're putting a team together. I think it starts with where somebody is and meeting them there or where something is and meeting whatever's going on there. And then from there, plotting your future you're committed to because that's where the resource is. It's in here and now. There's no next until there's a now. Usually what's necessary to have any kind of sense of generating something new, if we're not where we are, then even any notions of the future are just fantasy anyway. Current reality is where we must start. It's not the end of the story, but it's it's where the story must begin. Like, where are you right now? And even in this context with this is like, yes, we've got a lot of specific wants and needs to make this room work and we could resist those or we could, okay, this is what's happening. It's a tough find for what we're looking for, especially what are the new opportunities where we could add some nuances to it and keep the fundamentals straight and clear that while we're doing a million other things, whatever ends up happening is going to be just right. Why? Because we're going to be dancing with what's happening and very committed to what the future we want. That's what I think about is like, if I'm resisting current reality, then I'll never get the future I want. But if I'll adopt current reality as the only real starting point, then I've got a shot. It wasn't a back off of the result. There was just a relaxed curiosity that occurred as soon as I just shifted myself, which is like, oh, no, this isn't a problem, right? The fact that everybody's telling me that this is the start of peak season in L.A., this is not a problem. This is the territory, and it is ultimately going to be the opportunity. I can relax on resisting it, but continue to drive. I can continue to be committed to the results. And in fact, I'm noticing more opportunity, more resources once I made that shift. There's a neighbor of mine that has made says made such an effort. And I like knowing my neighbors. I mean, I grew up in small town, Illinois, so I know everybody on my block, which didn't take much work, and they'd lived there a long time. And you've kind of got this crossroads. Am I going to be anonymous or am I going to be friendly? You kind of make that call. And there's this Italian dude next to me, Vito is his name. He's a really interesting cat, Vito. He's got a little dog that he walks around. Just the other day, he actually, there was a, like a Target bag like on my sidewalk, and it said, from Vito. I looked inside, and it was like a motorcycle chain. And then, you know, I texted him. I said, hey, man, 
thanks for the motorcycle chain. Now, I don't own a motorcycle, but I just thought that was cool. Vito was going to throw it away, and I don't know where Vito found a motorcycle chain, but he thought, I've seen the kids on bicycles, so just in case Adrian needs this, I'm going to give it to him. Like, you know, that's nice. There's a lady who lived a door away from Elizabeth. Elizabeth lives next to me, and there's a couple that live next to her. Well, they're also, her husband was a logger, and she's, she did would help at uh, the store that my daughter's sister-in-law opened in, in this little town. And I got to know her, and she babysitted my daughter's kids. And she moved out to the house next back to her and left this house open. And then Carla and Tim were looking for a place to stay up here, and we ended up introducing them to that house, and then they got that. So Carla and Tim live on the other side of Elizabeth, and then the kids now go to Carla and Tim's, and Carla does art lessons with them, you know, just knowing the neighbors when they were, they go, do you know anybody who wants to rent this? And Malcolm's dad owns the house, and so they took the lease and they got to know Malcolm, and now Tim is working for Malcolm's dad. He's a painting contractor, and he's painted it. Malcolm's dad's building this house. Tim painted the inside, and now he's going around to the rentals and working on them, and that's all community. I love that. I love that whole action. 